Hey, welcome back to a Sunday morning coffee edition of Pigeon Hockey, where we either interview someone in the hockey world or just catch up with each other and maybe even, you know, talk some hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, Sebastian. Howdy. And uh, we're just a goal and a goon that have taken one too many pucks to fist to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So, morning, Seabass. Hey, um, yeah, morning. How's it going? It's uh, it's going good. This is going to be the first podcast with the newest mic I purchased as I uh, I broke the previous mic on the 47 moves between my house and my new apartment in Copenhagen. So I've been waiting and doing some research about what was available here in Denmark at the local El Giganten. Um, probably pronouncing that horrible. I'm sure somebody in Denmark will call me out. I'm mispronouncing everything, and if anyone knows, I'm really good at mispronouncing stuff. But no uh, way. But <laughs> but, uh, but testing out my new mic and hoping the uh, the sound quality is uh, as good as it's advertised. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it sounds good for me. I'm I'm sure you know. I'm sure some of our more ruthless listeners will let us know if it doesn't sound good. But uh, hey, that's what we need you for. Well, they liked the last mic, and uh, I had to go back to my gaming headset. Not that I'm a, much of a gamer, but my last job paid for it because it was part of the gig. So I like the headset. It's awesome, and I can play my NHL 21, my only actual game, so my wife doesn't have to hear it uh, through my headphones. So uh, not that I have my PS4 here because it's one of the things I left behind, assuming I'd be able to grab it. But nonetheless, I'm pretty busy, so I don't really have a lot of time to play any uh Plenty hockey games, but you said you've been <laughs> been crazy, man. Oh man, work has been work's been crazy. Um, my supervisor's been off for a little bit, and uh, one of my employees has been gone for the week, so I've been kind of holding either a double duty or triple duty for the last two weeks or so. So it's been it's been crazy. Lots of meetings. Apparently, everyone I'm I'm very important. Apparently, I don't get to say anything in most of these meetings, but uh, if I'm late, I definitely get to hear about it. So it's been. Uh, it's been a fun week, and you know we have hockey on top. But hockey's kind of that. Uh, hockey's the good spot. I mean, it doesn't matter how busy that gets; it, it kind of relieves that that pressure from work. So, I mean, I even got to play hockey for the first time in two years, basically, because of COVID. I mean, yeah, I've been on the ice with the guys and coaching. You know, sometimes I'll get in and drill and, and you know demonstrate or whatever, but it's different. So last night playing hockey, um, I was having you know a ton of fun. One of the guys went down, pulled groin, just because obviously everyone was so excited. No one, well, half the guys decided not to stretch before we played. Guy gets pulled groin, and for some reason, our bench decides to go one spare defenseman and three spare forwards. So I played about 35 minutes of the 50 minutes, and literally at the end of it, I literally just skated off, grabbed the key, went to the room. They're all like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm going to have a heart attack, guys. Like, not joking. 35 minutes after after being off for two years. Um, that kind of feel what Thomas Shabbat feels like if he was out of shape. <laughs> dude talking about groin injuries so i told you guys a couple weeks back that my left knee started acting up just in time for me to be able to hop on the ice and play aussie rules and such and then earlier this week it was starting to feel better so i'm like yep definitely hitting the uh definitely hitting the field and hitting the ice as soon as i can well i was able to hit the field the aussie rules practices for the local team in copenhagen that i'm closest to it's at tuesdays and thursdays so I joined him on Tuesday in, in an utter downpour. So we don't have a vehicle here. Everyone rides bikes. More people own bikes than own cars here in Denmark. And I live 25-minute bike ride from where they practice. And it was raining all day. So I went 
on the and this does lead into an eventual <laughs> reaggravation of a groin injury trust me but it was a downpour and of course i'm looking outside going i'm just never going to be able to make it to these things and so i contacted the guy who hosts it and i'm like hey you know it seems like maybe a dumb question for denmark because it rains a lot here but you guys practice in the rain he's like yep i'm like okay cool so i'm no excuses definitely going to get out there then but i'm like i don't have any type of real rain gear here so i had to go out and i got completely soaked just trying to find like cleats and rain gear and i just came back to the house completely defeated and, and drenched and my wife's just like so what gotta get used to it here so go out there find some cleats find some rain gear and no excuses go to practice and i'm like all right so i went back out into the yeah, chris I, suck it up chris come on Jeez, <laughs> a little tough love from the wife there she really did she's like no you've missed enough of these now for multiple reasons it's time to get onto the field i don't care if it's raining i'm like yes ma'am so i go and get some rain gear so i can ride my bike all the way there and i couldn't find cleats so i'm like well i'm in my my like desert hiking shoes that i'd literally hike utah desert in five minutes into riding my bike there my shoes are soaked you can feel the slush in your shoes. And I'm like, I still got like another 20 minutes of riding my bike in this torrential downpour and wind to even get to the field. And I'm drenched by the time I get there. I'm like, the rain's not relenting, but I'm lost as well. So I this first time I'm going there, I'm just trying to find where they're practicing because it's a really big park out in the Volby area of, of Copenhagen. And I'm trying to text the guy. While the downpour is happening, and I'm trying to protect my phone because, you know, when your phone gets wet, it's not exactly the most reliable partner. And I'm trying to figure out where I'm going wrong in this park. And I'm like, okay, there's literally hundreds of people out here for soccer practices and kids. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's raining in Denmark. Everyone, kids all the way up to full grown adults are out there practicing in the rain. And I'm like, I can't find this place where they're doing the Aussie rule. So eventually, 20 minutes later, find where they are. Joined for practice, actually had a blast. I met a lot of real cool people, had a blast just getting soaked and slipping all around in my hiking shoes in the rain, trying not to re-aggravate my knee, and I didn't. I, I had a great time. Went back out on Thursday, much, much drier day. The field was still a little bit wet. They were doing some work on the field, I guess, there, uh, the maintenance people, so we were kind of off to the side a bit. I had my new cleats that I bought, so I had these gorgeous new Puma cleats that I had a pretty good price tag on them. Uh, on sale for like 70 bucks USD. So I'm like, all right, that that's good enough. That's about as good as I'm going to get since my cleats are locked down in Utah. And a lot of kicking uh, this practice. So probably halfway through the practice, I could feel my groin go, no, no, bro, this ain't good. So I did my best to avoid kicking as much as possible the rest of the the rest of the practice so as to not to appear weak. But I re-aggravated an old groin injury from the, I haven't held, I haven't, I probably aggravated very minorly when I was playing in England, but never significant enough for me to stay off the ice. But it really hindered me throughout my time in Canada and Washington, D.C. from being in that. So I could definitely feel it. It's still a little bit rough today, but I'm hoping by the time practice happens on Tuesday, I'm able to uh, be good enough to run around on the field and kick the ball around. And, yeah, I'm joining a lot of little groups here, man. Sorry for the really long way of saying, yes, I re-aggravated my groin. But I'm with you, man. Getting out on that field again, <laughs> getting into practices. Two years of COVID has really taken its toll on our bodies. And I'm like, I've been hitting the gym a lot more lately and just trying to get 
some resemblance of my body back. So by the summer of uh, 2022, I'm not ashamed to take my shirt off for the first time in two years. And listen, just just to just to end your story on probably, and I'm going to speak for your wife on this one, and I think she can agree with me. You're just soft. That's the issue. Damn dog. I, hey, I listen, have... it's, it's not for me. It's from your wife. Look at me. She don't shoot the messenger. Bruh. <laughs> kind of got me in the field. <laughs> I know I'm no, soft. I feel you. Two no, years of COVID, man. <laughs> like, I had uh, I was honestly lucky enough where well not lucky I mean I got in an accident early this summer as I think we've discussed before and I've been getting physio for just to try to get my back back to to normal or back to as normal as it was before the accident and I was lucky enough where I had physio the day after my first hockey game in two years so had acupuncture this morning rolled out you know had some heat pads put on there had the had the back worked on so I can't complain I mean I literally basically got a full-on massage after playing beer league hockey for the first time in two years so i'm i'm just a soft here so don't worry about it i was gonna say look at you oh no i get hit by a car have you been hit by cronwall <laughs> ask guys about that <laughs> have uh, you been I, mean, I, did, I mean i was in a small car and i did get hit by a uh, dodge ram so it felt like getting hit by cronwall yeah probably i probably did <laughs> so uh, i if talking about i mean obviously we always you know surprise surprise we're recording this not on a sunday quick insider but yeah, for every especially well not for every but for every canadian listener at least this weekend is thanksgiving weekend so being you know your wife being canadian do you guys have any plans like are you gonna do any you know dinner for two or whatever it may be we actually are i actually have a plan to go out on sunday night she doesn't know this yet so she doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> she, she she has to listen to me all day long so she's not listening to hey people. listen my wife's the same she has to hear my voice every single day of her life so i don't blame her at all <laughs> But no, there's a, there's a, I don't know. So we've been living in Copenhagen now for two and a half months and we really haven't been able to get out a lot. The two times we've been really out one place was the first night we went into our apartment. We had nothing to cook with. So we just went out to this Latin place and the food was subpar, but you know, it is what it is. And then we went out a couple weeks ago for like a, I don't know, late lunch, early dinner, uh, to this kind of really cute part, about 10 minute walk from where we live. It was an Italian place, and again, kind of subpar. So I'm trying to find something that would be somewhat decent. And uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I think I spotted a place today. Actually, I saw a place yesterday I wanted to take her for dessert afterwards. So I figured I wanted to find a place in that vicinity that uh, I could make a cute date night out of. I think I found a place. And while I found it, I also found a uh, Carlsberg. That's a big Danish beer here. A Carlsberg, like... um. I don't know, beer container that was, you know, big wooden one that's all over the place. People have them everywhere here. And this one was just in the trash. So I hauled it out of the trash, took it home here and cleaned it because those things are baller, man. I'll take those back with me to North America when I move back. These things are sick as hell and people just throw them out. So I took it and cleaned it up and it's outside on my deck right now just to make sure anything else that might be living in or on it is vacated maybe that's why i got bit i don't know like i just discovered <laughs> as we we're recording this podcast like five minutes before you called i got bit on my right leg somewhere i'm like i don't i don't know how there's not many things that bite you here in denmark but me and my wife have been i don't know she got bit at some point while we were still in the hotel on the foot while we were walking somewhere and yeah i don't know i got bit on the right leg here and we'll see what it is but Maybe maybe I got bit while cleaning this thing. Who knows? So maybe something was living in it. But uh, yeah, I found this great little place to take her for dinner and a cute little place to take her for dessert afterwards. So hopefully it'll be a nice little uh, Canadian Thanksgiving evening. Yeah, I mean, you're not even going to take her for turkey. Wow, it's, it's ruthless. I don't know if 
there's many places here that serve turkey and i'm We'll find some. I mean, we held the Canadian Thanksgiving when we lived in England. Uh, we've held a couple of them now, but here we're still so new, and we just held a huge event last weekend because, again, everything's open here and everyone's vaccinated. So we had 30 people over to our little 840-square-foot apartment. People were spread out everywhere on the patio, all through all the spaces in here, and we just I just made cocktails all night for people. So I was sober because all I did was make cocktails. And uh, we, we actually told people like 630 to 930, we're going to have cocktails and charcuterie boards. And we had like a couple normal charcuterie boards and a vegan charcuterie board because vegetarianism and veganism are really big here. So we didn't want to, you know, leave anybody out. We also had a lot of non-alcoholic options for the mocktails, so to speak, for people. who No one took advantage of the mocktails. Uh, but the Well, we have a lot of people that don't drink, but none of them showed up up so but a lot of vegans did and they absolutely destroyed the charcuterie boards i mean there was not literally nothing left and we bought a lot but yeah the cocktails went over real well but 9 45 i basically said cocktails are off if people want to linger we're doing coffee and tea and that's what we did and people could still drink wine and stuff but after three and a half four hours of making non-stop cocktails with my back to the party i was done so but no we had a blast Real good time, but taking it taking it back a little bit this weekend and just kind of going out for a nice Canadian Thanksgiving. What are you guys doing? You guys hosting or are you guys attending this year? I think we're actually kind of doing a bit of a mix. So Thanksgiving, which is I believe is actually on the Sunday or the Monday, whatever day it is. But so I have a game tomorrow night, which is Saturday. Now is recording against uh, Athens again, but it's a home game this time at eight o'clock, and then Sunday. For some reason, they're sending us up to Eganville at 6 p.m. for a game against uh, the Valley Wolves. So nothing really happening on Sunday because, you know, it, it's, a bit of, it's a bit of a hike to get up there. We're taking the bus, so it's going to be – that's pretty well my day. So we're actually going over to the in-laws for, for I think, dinner on on Monday, and I'll, I'll make some, some homemade buns and whatnot here and then bring them over. And then uh, I think, actually, uh, Haley's uncle is supposed to be coming down from B.C. to visit – uh, his daughter goes to school here in Ottawa, so I think we're going to be doing during the week just like a smaller Thanksgiving kind of style dinner for everybody. So I think we're if everything go, is still up to planned, um, I think we'll actually be going for dinner on Monday and hosting one during the week. So it'll be uh, be a busy week with practice and you know a Friday night game next week as well. So thanks for stressing me out with next week already. Jeez. <laughs> Hey, it is your schedule as a coach. It's like, so what, man? You have to, you know, have a full-time job, coach, full-time you know, coaching job, be married and have all the requirements with family and and in-laws and, you know, such is life, right? Exactly. No, it'll be fun, and I think uh, it'll be it'll be a nice refresher here. Um, you know, long weekend. Uh, actually, just got a. An email from my boss that, uh, you know, after we're done podcasting here, I've actually got a quick meeting with her. And I think after that, I think we're done for the day. So I can't I can't complain. A bit of an extra long weekend. So I'm going to take advantage of that time and probably have a nap. The wife's working. Uh, the dog's outside on the deck laying, enjoying the sun. So uh, I think it's a perfect nap weather. That does sound like nice nap weather. Oh, man, I, I'm excited. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's good to hear that, you know, you're you're getting back into – into sports and you know going back in the gym and uh, hopefully you find some cleats if i if i could i'd send you mine over but uh, it might take about six months to get there and by then hopefully you've bought a pair or two. Oh yeah like i said i got my brand new puma cleats since i had to leave my cleats behind in utah they're in utah or canada i can't remember where they are but <laughs> i want to say my nike cleats are 
at least. I think I bought them when I lived in North Dakota. So those things are about 20 years old. But man, they're still functional. I don't care. They've held on this long and they're still going strong. But they're buried now in a box where I can't get to them. So brand new 2021 Pumas. They look really sharp and they felt really good on the field. Only slipped once or twice because it was still really wet. It was like a nice weird... We practice at like dusk, which means it gets dark really quick. And by the end of it, you really can't see the ball. But there was a nice foggy, misty thing, like about a foot off the grass everywhere you looked. And it was just kind of a it was kind of a cool feeling being out there on Thursday night practicing for that and and starting to get back into sport here. And, oh, just get back into shape. You know, it's it's been a long time coming. And I know there's a lot of people. I mean. If I was training for like professional sports or something, no no excuses. I would have found something. But honestly, working out in my basement, that's not me, man. I tried it for like a month and a half, and I died inside. So lost a lot of muscle, gained some fat during COVID, and trimming that fat off. But uh, it's going to take a while to build that muscle back up. I feel if you make like the effort to drive somewhere, like go to the gym or go to play sports, it's kind of like – you're there, you've made the effort, you've already driven 10 minutes or 15 minutes to get there, so you might as well get it done. When you walk down your basement and you're like halfway through his work, because even if sometimes you go to the gym, let's be honest, sometimes you have great workouts, you're crushing, you're having fun. Sometimes you get there and you're like, I don't even want to be here, but you're just, you just do it because you're there. And, you know, a bad workout is better than no workout, but it's just that temptation of literally like, hey, I'm just going to literally leave my basement and this workout's done. I don't need to get in my car and drive anywhere and waste time. So it's kind of like, eh, having a bad workout, no problem, see you later. Yeah, and that's a, that's a motivation factor. And I think the difference is too, in your in your basement, you're not paying for a membership. And I know I pay for a membership here. I'm not giving money away. I'm gonna go to that even if I don't feel 100% up to it. I'm like I'm not sick. There's no excuses. I'm not giving my money away. So I may as well go there. And it, it, worst case scenario, I sit on a machine and be that guy that everyone hates because I'm not getting up from the machine. At least I'm at the gym. Which I don't do that, but I see so many people where it's like they got to the point where at least they made it there. <laughs> and they're like, no, I'm just going to go on my phone. I'm just going to I'm just going to sit here. It's like, bruh, can can you get it? Can you get off that bench near the free weights? Man, are you, I haven't seen you move off your phone in eight minutes. Are you using it? So but they got themselves there. They're they paid for the membership. They may as well get to the gym. And I think when when I pay for stuff, I hate from the way I grew up. I hate wasting money so i know if i pay for something i'm gonna use it so the gym membership here i I use a gym called sat i don't know if it's an abbreviation or if it's just i I have no idea i'm sure again anybody from denmark feel free to reach out but it's gorgeous it's along the water what's really cool i've seen a couple people to gym now with like hockey shirts like i saw this one guy with the wisconsin hockey and i'm like you know i'm not going to be that guy that goes up to another guy at the gym be like hey man like a shirt because that's just weird but it's cool that there's a couple people wearing hockey shirts around the gym here in Denmark. We want to figure out the hockey culture here. Actually, we went out for a brunch. My wife and I went out for a brunch with a bunch of her friends. Uh, we really thought it was just going to be a couple thing, but the other couple invited like a couple other couples. So it was like all these people. It was but, a couple uh, couples. It was a couple couples. But it was great because I ordered a regular brunch, their regular brunch meal, which had meat on it. Everyone else, everyone else at the table ordered vegetarian, right? And I'm like, well, hell, you know, I'm going to be that guy at the table. Everyone's ordering vegetarian and I'm sitting here eating meat, making people cry. Well, fortunately, the next guy that came in, he's Danish and his girlfriend's from Greece. And we got our plate served. I heard them whispering to each other. 
And she's like, no, no, he's got me. He's got me. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, did you get the regular brunch as well? He's like, yeah, I did. I didn't want to be the only person eating meat at the table. I'm like, okay, there's two of us now. There's two of us. And yeah, it turns out one of his buddies, here's a big hockey guy. His kids play hockey. He knows all the hockey stuff. So he's like, hey, man, let me put you in contact with him. He knows kind of all the Danish hockey culture and where to go watch the local games here and maybe scout. So he put me into contact with him and he kind of gave me all the tips this other guy did. I'm, I'm basically, if I if I wanted to scout players, just kind of start developing my, I don't know, scouting reports because I have none. And eventually I'd like to try to get into scouting at some point, you know, read some scouting reports and maybe start developing a couple to harness my craft and see what the local talent is around here and maybe develop some reports. So eventually maybe I can get picked up and paid for it. Because if I could get paid to just watch hockey games, well, then I've made it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the that's the dream job, obviously, right? Getting paid to, to watch hockey. And, I mean, that's why I jokingly complain about, you know, the schedule. But at the end of the day, I love coaching. You get, you get to be part of, of such a, a great culture in hockey and help kids move along and, and move on their careers and move on their lives, whatever it may be. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm honestly, I think now, you know, seasons have started. We're in week two. Uh, the NHL is right around the corner. Junior over North America, all around North America started. Heck, people were in hockey season. Oh, it's great. And it just, I don't know, man, hockey for me is home. As long as I can watch hockey, I'm really happy. That's why Sunday nights here are really, uh, I've learned that Sunday nights are really special for me here because I get to watch all the the big games I want to watch, especially in the USPHL Mountain Division. I get to watch a lot of them live. Yeah, they're like 8, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night for me, and I will stay up till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning to watch these games. But I've really learned to really <laughs> to look forward to Sunday nights here because I'm going to be able to watch live hockey. I'm going to be able to watch the Mustangs or the Eagles or another Mountain Division showdown between like the Bulls and the River Blades. And it's just a nice little bit of nice touch for being able to still reach back and watch North American games live. And I really like these early morning games. A lot of these leagues do because I can sit and watch. I mean, if, if there's nothing live, I will go back and I'll watch the previous night's games. Victoria Island Junior Hockey League games. Really love some of the jerseys coming out of that, especially the new team there, the Croc. And that's a sick looking, sick looking jersey, sick looking logo. But if I can find a game, I'll sit there and watch it. Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League. I'll, I'll sit there and watch basically just scroll through leagues where I maybe don't know them as well. But if I'm familiar enough with the jerseys, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a sick jersey. I'll watch the Milton Menace. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll sit there and watch that game. Oh, God. Picking hockey teams off jerseys, eh? <laughs> I scroll through and I'm just like trying to pick off. I'm like, if I rated a jersey on my top 25, Ben and I will be doing the one year anniversary of this podcast and the, the top 25 jerseys in North America. For any of you listeners later this week, that episode will drop on on Wednesday the 13th, the 365th day this podcast is on the air because the anniversary is actually the 14th. And yeah, that'll be the first year anniversary episode. And I don't think I'm going to go through and re-rank the top 25. I think I might just keep them from this summer, but I've got a few days to make that decision. So I don't know where I'm going to go with that. But yeah, listen for that episode later this week. But I know a lot of these jerseys from doing that rankings and, and going through all these leagues. And if I get to see them live, I'm, I'm, I want to be able to, you know, because I've actually changed my mind about a lot of jerseys, seeing them live where they're a lot sharper than I thought they would be. You know, you kind of see what you could find online. But when you see certain jerseys, I'm just, for example, the Northeast Generals, I didn't rank them at all. Right. 
We've talked with them. We've talked with Brian Erickson, the head coach and everything. You know, they're a fun team to watch. They're really talented. I really like their black and white jerseys, but I also really like their home jerseys. Well, I guess they're whites and they're blacks. I really don't know if they consider each one of them home because they kind of alternate between them. But they're a lot sharper when you actually get to see them on the ice. And there's other jerseys where you see them on the ice like, oh, that's not as good looking as I thought it'd be. And other ones where, okay, yeah, I completely missed that. Being able to see it in game time and seeing it hit the ice, it's like, mwah, what a jersey. Oh, and and talking about jerseys, and I'm going to try to find the jersey I'm talking about. And I'm going to send it to you. And I want to get a live reaction. Let me know what you think. So I'm just currently going through. So here, so I'm going to send you a jersey right now in our chat, and I want you to tell me what you think about these. I think these are sick, and once you react to it here, I'll uh, I'll, I'll explain to the listeners what we're looking at. Oh, are these your, uh, man, those are Buffalo Sabre-esque. I know, right? So <laughs> our junior A teams pulled out on the ice, so junior A Carlton Place Canadians came out with these jerseys. They're CPC across the chest, and they're, they're like the old school, the, 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 the Buffalo jerseys I love. So when I saw these, I was actually kind of jealous that the junior A's were in this and their junior B's weren't. But I really liked this jersey with the yellow bucket. And I just kind of wanted to see, you know, we're talking about jerseys, so I wanted to see what, what you thought about them. No, they look really sharp. Obviously, I'm very keen to that look. As, as much as I'm in a now what I call a love-hate relationship with the Buffalo Sabres, which I think the fans are starting to pick up on, I love my Buffalo Sabres. But at the same time right now, with the way the ownership's handling stuff, I actually hate them. <laughs> so, even if the team just like just blatantly sucked right now and the ownership was still I felt like doing what was right there would be no hate relationship but I really am not fond right now of how ownership's doing anything in Buffalo with the Sabres so I love my team born and raised with it but I don't know it's it's, it's painful I'm in that same feeling right now with the sentence with with everything that's going on with with break a chuck like I get they want to sign him to a long-term deal, and I also get that he does not want to sign a long-term deal. He wants to sign a bridge deal and have them prove it. At the same time, the Caps probably going to move up within the next few years after they recover from the COVID, the pandemic, you know, everything that happened, you know, the money they lost and all that. I'm sure the cap will go up. So then as a player, if you're playing well throughout those three years, you can kind of ask for a little bit more money. So I see on both sides. But also as a senator, like, you haven't proven once to anybody that you're willing to hold on to your own talent and not trade them away. Like, yeah, you time, you signed Thomas Chabot on an eight-year deal, which is great, and you signed Batheson on a long-term deal, which is great. However, you know, before those two players, it's been like, oh, you want money now? Like, you, you've played really well and you want money? No problem. We'll trade you for some assets. And that's literally how Ottawa has run their team for forever. So I, I don't blame him for not being like, yeah, for sure, let me sign an eight-year deal with you guys, and here we go, because who knows what those eight years are going to look like. So it's just, it's just frustrating to see that they're willing to – to let it go this long to the fact that, you know, he wasn't at camp at all. He missed the entire preseason and, you know, we'll be moving into the season here soon and he's not going to be, he's still not available to play because of the contract situation. So it's just, so actually one of my friends just texted me and talked about the Barkoff deal, you know, breaking news. I'm sure everyone will see it by the time this is released, but Barkoff signed an eight year deal with Florida. And the first comment someone made was uh, what's going on, Brady Kachuk. And I just said, Ottawa is just being Ottawa. That's all it is. They're just, it's frustrating. You know, we don't cover the NHL that much we kind of like to focus on the junior leagues and the kids that are coming up and all that kind of stuff and uh, and i'm kind of glad we do that because i think i'd pull up my hair if we had to talk about auto anymore so I'm, I'm i'm just i'm done talking about them now i'm with you i think uh like i said this podcast almost a year ago started more as an nhl podcast but we found our passion as the year has gone on and it's definitely more in the junior hockey room not even in other pro games i mean 
I can't even say we talk about like AHL, ECHL, KHL, NWHL, SPHL, FPHL. I, I don't think we really talk about as much of them as we do all these junior leagues like the USPHL and the EOJHL and the NAL. And that's kind of really where I think this podcast lies and where our passion lies. I love the CHL, like the Champions Hockey League over here in Europe. Okay, not the CHL in Canada, that's why I have to specify. I do like that as well. But, I mean, I've been watching a lot of Champions Hockey League games here and, yeah, just getting hockey here, there, and everywhere. It's, I don't know, it's, I like the club team aspect that they have in the Champions Hockey League. It's it's pro hockey. And we've had about an episode about it. And then I think we did a jersey ranking episode for the teams that were currently in, in it this season and where they stood about a month or so ago. But, you know, it's still the, the main drive for our conversation is junior hockey. Because, yeah, if I, I'm like you. If I had to talk about the Buffalo Sabres every podcast – I'd be a mess. I'd be a hot mess. I mean, just let's just trade Eichel for Kachuk and call it a day, man. No way. I don't want no damaged goods. That's a fair deal. You're <laughs> getting the captain. Well, it used to be captain. Uh, hey, come on now. Sabres. He's not the captain of the Buffalo Sabres. Not come anymore. But Brady Kachuk should be the captain of the, the Senators for sure. But uh, I think it's a good. I think this is a good place to wrap up this podcast. Agreed? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, well, we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at PHH Official to let us know what you think. Also, be sure to comment and share any upcoming games or hockey news we should cover in a future podcast. This was the Sunday morning coffee edition of Pigeon Hockey with Chris and Sebastian. Thanks for listening. And remember, always clear your crease.